Welcome to the podcast, Meet My Potential, where Deepa chats with leaders around the world once a week or simply shares her insights. This podcast is for those who aspire to meet their highest inner potential. Each episode brings you one simple tool that you can apply at work or in life. Hello and welcome to this episode on exploring the wisdom of your body. Today I have with me Susan Fisher. Susan Fisher is the co-founder of Nine Energies. She is the most specialized person in identifying people's natural energies and how they show up in their body and in their interaction with other people. Welcome, Susan. Hi, Deepa. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks for interviewing me. I know. This is a very, very different topic compared to all the other podcasts that I've had. So I'm really curious to know what is the wisdom that is present in our body? Well, it turns out there are nine physiologically different kinds of people. We have nine centers in our body that, when activated, inform us about different things. And one of them is born active. We call it your natural energy. And it affects how you take in information, what you care about, how you use your body for eye contact, proximity, and what your great gift is and how that shows up. Okay. Could you give an example of how, what that would look like? The easiest example is eye contact and how we use our eye contact. Four of the nine natural energies actually use eye contact to create a very particular kind of connection. And that connection, they need to have eye contact, direct and sustained eye contact for different periods of time, depending on which natural energy is theirs, in order to actually give you the gift of who they are and what they offer to you. Mm. It's funny because I don't know sometimes how long do you look into someone's eye. And even someone looks at me for far too long, I just feel suddenly very uncomfortable and say, okay, well hello, and I keep walking away. Or in a meeting, when someone looks at me for far too long, I just look away and like start looking at my notes and I say, okay, so what next? And I look over the shoulder. So I do see that, yes, there are varying degrees to which people would love to maintain eye contact. And I think that's kind of different for each person. How does this actually impact relationships? Well, if you know somebody, if if you are a five through nine, then you use eye contact to take in information. So you're searching, looking, but you aren't actually creating a relationship. So one, two, threes, and fours actually create relationship with their eyes. And if you don't hold sustained eye contact, you don't actually get the connection. So for example, people who have natural energy one, they have soft receptive eyes. And to create a connection with them, it takes a full minute. So if you really want to feel the value that you have as a human being in the connection with them, you have to hold and sustain that eye contact. But in the business setting, you know, we often misunderstand eye contact. Culturally, we misunderstand eye contact. Some people think it's disrespectful not to make eye contact. Some people think it's disrespectful to hold eye contact for too long. But the point of it is, is there are nine kinds of people, each of which use eye contact very differently. And if you just start to pay attention to what other people are doing with their eyes, you can get a sense of whether that's important and whether or not they are offering some sort of connection through their eyes and not to be intimidated by that connection. It's very easily said not to be intimidated by that connection because in some way that connection leads to intimacy. Yeah, and intimacy we're uncomfortable with in our culture, because there's lots of things that extend beyond from intimacy, but that those things aren't actually going on when somebody is using their eyes to create a particular kind of connection. It just gets misunderstood. Mm, mm, I understand that. So 
what are the other different types of body, like apart from eyes, like what are the other sources of energy in our body? Well, speed and proximity are uh, really good examples of how the natural energies show up differently as well. So the speed with which you operate, make decisions, take in information, answer questions, also is very affected by which natural energy. So the natural energies that are in the head they think about things. They're very head-oriented. The ones in the chest are very energy-oriented. They typically respond very fast. And then the ones in the body take a little more time because they have to allow their body and or their emotions to tell them how they feel about something. So depending on your natural energy, how quickly you respond, how loud or soft your voice is, how you uh, the energy that's contained in what you're doing is very, very significantly varied. I can think of an example. Yesterday, I was in a company and I was doing a lot of interviews. And I met this woman who was very tall and hefty and had a very strong voice. I would say that there was content in her voice, like her voice would go far. And I also met some of her colleagues who were much more softer and they would have their shoulders droop into them. And they were also much smaller built. And they gave me feedback about this woman and they said, well, she is sometimes a bit arrogant or she looks down at us when she talks to us. And I can see totally how her body itself is giving a different type of information to the other people. Exactly. When we don't understand the differences in our physiology, we make up judgments about the behaviors of others. So the lens, you look through your lens and your lens is equipped with very specific sensors. Your body is equipped with these sensors. And when you don't understand that your sensors are different than somebody else's, you don't even, you don't get the same information. You're on a different wavelength than they are. And so if you make judgments about why they're behaving the way they do, then you're going to misinterpret their behavior because it doesn't mean the same thing. So when the leader of the group as uses her body she's actually listening to what her body is telling her how to be, which is really different than what the other people's bodies are saying to them about how to be and what's appropriate. Some natural energies have a very deeply built-in sense of the rules of engagement, how we should behave with each other. Some of the natural energies don't have any rules of engagement whatsoever, and there's huge conflict about how we should behave and how we judge each other's behavior. And this creates so much misunderstanding. When you go back to it, it's just a simple difference in our bodies. Right. And we actually don't look at the information that the body is actually giving us or when we are interpreting someone else, when we're making a judgment about someone else, but subconsciously it impacts our judgment on them. If they're Absolutely. Not, if they right. are coming too close to us or if they are like putting their hand on their tables. Yeah, very much so. What we do with our bodies, we gesture from the height of our natural energy, whether it's in the head, the chest, or the torso. We have different comfort levels with physical closeness for people that are natural energy eight, for example. If you come closer than, if you put your arm out straight, if you come closer than that arm's width, before you've established a, a relationship and a trust with me, then you have violated my personal space. But people who are natural energy four, it's very easy to be physically close with them. Yeah. And so this also gets very misunderstood out in the world because it's easy to violate another person's personal space. And it's also easy to have them feel like, oh, you're not being 
you know, you don't care about me right now because you're not being cuddly and close. So again, proximity is communicated through the body. Right, exactly. And we can't, and humans are a judgment making machine. And so at work, I can just imagine how the different body types and energy types just, we end up just making judgments just because of the way they talk to us or because of the way they sit across on the table or the pace at which they're talking to us. Sometimes it may not be the same pace as we want to respond to. Uh, absolutely. And people who are a bit more soft and go inside themselves, they would be seen as weak and fragile. We quickly and immediately label them and say, oh, okay, her opinion doesn't count. Let me go talk to, you know, or listen to someone else. Absolutely. And each of the natural energies offers um, a certain kind of gift and insight. So each one if you're not open to the message they're delivering because you're resistant to the way they're delivering it, their body, the way their body is delivering it, you, you miss the magic. So for example, people with natural six like me, I have a very resonant voice. It carries across a room. Even if I'm trying to be quiet, you can still hear my voice because of the resonant quality that happens in my chest. But if I activate another part of my body, I can actually, and, and relax my chest, I can... My, bo- my voice will change and I'll soften and I will be able to still be the powerful person that I am, but be more receivable if I know that you have the energy that I'm activating. So when you activate the different parts of your body, you get physiological change in how you interact with other people. So it's extraordinarily powerful to understand what's your body and how can I be more effective in using my body with others. That's such a wonderful example. Can you give us one tip that we can very quickly tap into to tap into the wisdom of our body? Absolutely. So one tip is to just start paying attention to your own body and your own posture. I start with a collapsed position, sitting with sits bone on the edge of a chair, collapsing my body. And then I take a deep breath and allow my body to just naturally lift and expand. And when you do that, your movement center actually creates that lift. So each of the natural energies uses a particular set of muscles, bones, and tendons. Your body will use those muscles, bones, and tendons to straighten up. So it naturally activates your connection to what I like to call your cosmic being, which gives you access to your cosmic genius, that that place in ourselves where we're whole and perfect. So your body, when it's aligned, with good posture, darn it, our mothers were right, <laughs> is, is actually more receptive, available, and activated in your natural energy. So if you're, if you're upset, you've lost your connection, you're not paying attention, you're falling asleep, just collapse your body and then lift your body, whatever way comes naturally to you. And you will be able to be more present with whatever's going on. I just tried it. You know, sitting at the edge of the chair and collapsing my back and then taking in a deep breath and lifting myself up. Suddenly, it's like a breath of fresh air in the room. You feel much more present and much more receptive to everything that is happening around you in this particular moment. Yeah, because you've turned yourself back on. You know, when we collapse, it actually breaks the physiological alignment of our, of our body. And then that lift actually opens us to what's possible with our bodies. Beautiful. One quick and simple way to get assertive and feel stronger in your body. Yeah. Just let yourself 
lift yourself up. <laughs> Thank you so much. And before we close this episode, would you like to share one final message with the audience? If you simply approach life with the understanding that the person in front of you is probably not like you, instead of with the idea that the person in front of you, if they were only a little bit more like you, they could be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> so if you say, okay, this person's different than me, they care about different things, they use their body differently, I'm going to be curious about that. So you start with your own posture, your own presence, and then you become curious. What is going on over there? Why are they doing that? What's going on? And instead of applying judgment, looking for the wisdom that's held and being communicated to you. Do they want to make eye contact? Do they not want to make eye contact? What is their body telling me about how close they want me to stand? How do I listen to what they're saying when it's hard for me to hear? You can constantly just go back to your body, back to your curiosity staying open to the person in front of you so that you can take them in a new way and create a deeper, more sustainable relationship and receive the gift that they're offering to you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Susan, for coming out here and sharing your wisdom with us. And for those of you who want to know a little bit more about your body type, there's a lot of information available on Susan's website which is www.9energies.com. And she's also got a book. And the name of your book is Susan? It is Nine Energies, Practices for Presence, Body-Based Wisdom for Living a Life of Purpose. You can get it on Amazon or on our website, then I'll sign it for you. <laughs> oh, wow. Wonderful. Excellent. That's even better. So go check out www.9energies.com. Thank you very much, Susan, for being here with us. Thanks, Deepa. It's really a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to know more how you can meet your potential, check out www.meetmypotential.com. That's www.meetmypotential.com. Join us again. And until then, stay cool. <laughs>